The King's Council community is designed to equip entrepreneurs to operate in excellence through proven God-given templates and kingdom principles. Now, we believe that entrepreneurship is God-given, which is why our mission is to create wealth and provision for the purpose of confirming God's covenant on this earth. So whether you are a new entrepreneur or heck, maybe you're looking to become one, looking to go from employed to deployed, then we have a program for you. Or if you're an existing business leader looking for that tribe or that community to run with to discover what true success and prosperity in life actually is, not just within the financial means, but mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually as well. If you're looking for that purpose, or if you know that God has more purpose for you in the kingdom, then the King's Council is the tribe for you. Like mindsetted, bold, kingdom leaders on mission, willingly engaging in the battle of business, continually conquering new territories to bring the spoils of the world back into the kingdom. The Kingdom Economy. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. In the studio today, Mr. Christian Edwards. Yes, sir. How's it going? Man, it's good. Yeah. It's always good when you're here. Amen. Yes. I feel the same. It's great. We're here in Minnesota. It's getting late, but we wanted to get another podcast in and really just cover a, a topic that I think is so important for literally everybody, but especially for business owners, kingdom entrepreneurs, and really just the the importance of making decisions. Yeah. Right? But not just like willy-nilly making decisions, but how do we actually confidently make decisions, you know, on the daily within our business and then even have the emotional ability to come home and still give your best mm. to your spouse. Yeah. Because that that can sometimes be hard. I have personally been convicted a, a fair amount about giving my best to our coaching clients, mm-hmm. right? Giving my best to potential sales clients. And then I come home and my wife gets the leftovers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Some of us. No bueno. No bueno. Yeah. No bueno at all. And even it's, you know, obviously there's, there's seasons and things like that that we all need to be communicating with. And, and you know, Ash has been amazing to uh, know like when I'm emotionally have just had to lay it all out for a period of time in her knowing that. But then also as the leader of the household, I need to be so proactive and so intentional with, you know, if I have to cut my day short or conserve enough emotional energy to be able to give her my best, that needs to be priority number one. Yeah. I believe that's something that God will honor. Right. Right. Because as a business owner, we're like, oh, I could have got one more sale or I could have got, did one more thing. And then our wife gets the leftovers, yeah. right? Or it doesn't have your wife, your significant other, your, your husband, right? Of course. The point that we're going to get here is that so many of us are making choices throughout the day and none of us have actually decided. And we're going to break this down for you guys. There's a yeah. difference between making a choice and actually deciding. And as kingdom entrepreneurs, we need to stop choosing and start deciding. Yeah. And there's a lot of references throughout the Bible that I'd love for you to share if you got some, man, of yeah. like just the importance of making decisions. Well, why don't you even share what decision or to decide actually means? Yeah. Because this just like rocked my mind yeah. of like how, I mean, it's weighty. Yes. And it, there is a clear difference between choosing and deciding. Yeah. Yeah. So, because some of you may be going like, what the heck's he even talking about? Like, same thing, right? And it's absolutely not. Because 
if you've heard any of our stuff, you guys kind of probably know I like to get to the root of these words. And you, you pronounce them pretty well, too. Root or root? Well, I wasn't referencing that. I was, you know, when you actually go to the Latin or, you know, the uh, French word for entrepreneur. Uh, okay, you know, I that's thought you were giving me, first time my wife heard me say root, Yeah, she about, like, divorced me. Yeah, how do you say roof? Roof. Well, you said but I don't root? Know. I certainly don't anymore. I want to keep my spouse. <laughs> She's like, I think we were talking about pop soda. I don't know, whatever anybody guys call it, but root beer. I just pronounced it root beer. And she's like, sorry, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I must have got by me because if you said that on this podcast, I would have <laughs> stopped it. Like edit this thing yeah. right up. Uh, so I'm pronouncing it root. I've now pronounced it root beer. Right. Um, but we're getting way off topic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have decided not to pronounce it that way anymore. But anyways, the, the real difference <laughs> between choosing and deciding is the root of the word decide means essentially to, if we're making a decision, we are deciding, we are cutting off. Yeah. You are deciding. Okay? Right. The, the Latin root of this uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this thing, but it, it literally means to cut off. Okay, making right. a decision is about cutting off choices, cutting you off from from some other courses of action. And so, if you think about that, anytime you make a decision, mm. you have cut off any other opportunity to even make another decision. Right. Right. You have decided. So if if you have decided to follow Christ, mm. that's a serious thing. Yeah. You need to cut off every other distraction right every other threat uh, if you've decided to be married yeah you need to cut off every other opportunity yeah. that would cause you to wander every inappropriate relationship uh, yeah 100% absolutely and and the thing is most of us are still making choices on the daily mm-hmm. of we're not going to go away from making choices, but the choices need to be rooted in the decision that we've already made, mm-hmm. right? This is why we, we talk about in the King's Council, we, we have these contracts or these declarations that we declare over ourselves. And it's like, because of the decision that we're, we're making, we are de- continually declaring these things. And I'm going to be disciplined enough to make the choices based upon what I value most, Yeah, right? What I've already decided to do, to pre-decide before anything gets difficult. Right, right. Because right, we're left with so many decisions. Yeah, so th- that's what I was thinking. How many decisions we actually mm. make in a day? I have, I've it's got that. 35,000, 35, right? Yes. On average. Which is nuts. It's nuts. And, and yes. you think of the the weightiness of, if I decide, all right, I'm cutting off. So that, that's pretty heavy right there. And I'm doing that 35,000 times mm. a day. So that's, yes. that's why there, there are things like, decision fatigue yes so you just make so many decisions throughout the day and all, how many times you done with a long day and you just feel like you're literally brain dead yeah it's like i can't think or function anymore so many times and yeah that, that's what i was referring to guys when you then get home and you're giving your leftovers right right to the people that you supposedly say that you love and value the most you haven't decided right right you, you're making the choice still to pour yourself out to your your business or whatever it is that you're you're giving your all to and then your family is left with your leftovers so the challenge of this is that are you going to decide are you going to actually decide in advance 
what you're going to do on the simple decisions throughout the day. Yeah. Because that decision fatigue that you mentioned, it is a real thing, a right. very real thing. And I know our listeners, if you guys just actually think about it, you'll recognize this in your daily life or just think about it throughout the rest of this day or tomorrow if you're listening to this at night of like, man, you're in the morning, you're crushing the game. Like you, you've probably set all of your best appointments during you know that time or you should have scheduled it during that time when you're emotionally at your peak. And then as you get throughout the day, slowly you the thought of making decisions becomes heavier and heavier. Mm -hmm. And we then make poor decisions. We get so decision fatigued that we struggle picking what's to Netflix and chill with. Right. Right? Like Ash and I have done this many times. Like, what do you want to watch? I don't know, whatever you want to watch. Yeah. Or what do you want to eat for dinner? How many people fight about this because we don't make a decision because we don't want to make the decision. Right. Right? And this is why actually most high performers, like, elite, whether they're Christians or not, they get this. It's a real thing. High performers are pre-deciding mm-hmm. what they're eating for lunch, yeah. right? Even in, in their meal prepping or their staff or somebody is preparing it in advance for them so they don't have to make the decision. Because mm-hmm. those little decisions over time is what causes that emotional fatigue. Yeah. So what we're saying, guys, it's not that you can't go all out. You can't go 100% throughout the day within your business making decisions. But if you limit the need to make the amount of decisions, you will still have not your leftovers. You will still have your your peak performance yeah. when you're spending time with your family. Yeah. Yes. So we were going to talk about like examples of in scripture. Sure. Can you give us some of those? Yeah, I have a few. Really the importance of making decisions. Right. Yeah. I mean, Joshua 24, 15 says, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors serve beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. God wants us to choose to decide. First Kings chapter 18. I love this chapter, the big showdown on Mount Carmel and between the prophet Elijah and the prophets of Baal, you know, whose God is real. And says here, Elijah went before the people and said, hey, now these are the, the Israelites because the Israelites, they love God, but you know these pagan worshipers are, that are living amongst them and they start to pick up some of their habits and customs and now they're starting to do some things that these worshipers of Baal are doing. So right. Elijah goes to him and he's a prophet of the Lord. He says, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him but the people said nothing. Because I believe God, if you're like one foot in the church, one foot out, that's such a dangerous place. Because yes. if you have both feet out, I mean, you're going to probably get humbled real quick. And, you know, life's going to go down the, the crapper. Right. And you're going to, uh, more quickly than not, you're going to be like, okay, God, I, I need you. Right. But if you have one foot in, one foot out, God's like, all right, either serve me. Like, he doesn't want us to be lukewarm. Right. Pick one. <laughs> right. right. Pick one. And I feel like he could really do more with the one that doesn't choose God right here on the moment and could find a way for that person to repent. But if you're going back and forth, you're like picking one side here, one side there. It's like, what are you repenting from? You're having the best of both worlds. Mm. God would rather you just completely be out so he could help bring usher you right back in to the grace of the Lord. Man, that's good. That is so good. And I just think about even, that just makes me think of Paul. Mm. You know, Paul, well, Saul, okay? Yeah. Saul, 
decided to hunt down and kill Christians. Yeah. Right? Like, he wasn't lukewarm about it. Right. He was very adamant about what he's doing. And God took him. Yeah. And bam, now he's Paul. Right? And he was, then he was like the most amazing <laughs> like follower of Christ that ever lived. Right? So, even, even if you're making the wrong decision, that be good at it. That, yeah, there's a leadership <laughs> right. quality about choosing and deciding. And I see it with Lucy all the time. Like the biggest turnoff for her is if I'm indecisive. Yeah. She just wants me to decide. Yeah. It's as simple as what do you want to eat for dinner? Right. It's like, well, whatever you want. She's like, babe, just decide. Yeah. And it could be something she doesn't want. And she could tell me to make a decision on something that's more important than that. And I, quite frankly, she'd rather me be completely wrong in my decision than be indecisive about it. That's so good. Because at least if you're wrong about the decision, then you could quickly yeah. find out that you're wrong, pivot, and then go the other way. Yeah. That's so good, man. Because I think that even brings back, <laughs> you made the reference to Lucy, like a woman, I'm totally taking this as a, a man's perspective. A woman likes a confident man. Yeah. Right. And I think the reason we don't make decisions is because we lack confidence. And if, if you look at the root word of confidence, it's, it means to confide. Yeah. Right. So to confide, who are you confiding in? It's somebody that you trust. And I think the reason we, we personally internally lack confidence is we know and we've heard every lie we've told ourselves. Mm. Right. So if like, just think about it, well, I'm going to make a new year's resolution and I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to go build this business. And we know we aren't going to do that. We right. you know, like we're, right. we're lying to ourselves. So, so when we, when we think we're going to make a choice or we're going to decide, you know, quote unquote, decide something, we've already predetermined our confidence level in ourselves. Therefore we don't actually do it. This is where I think a lot of it comes down to, which I think a lot of sin in, in every person's life, probably every sin out there can boil down to one thing and that's pride. Mm. We are, are so prideful and hear me out on this because it's not pride like arrogance necessarily because pride can be, there can be a righteous pride. Like you're, you're proud of how your child performed, but we're making decisions or we're, we're choosing things in the moment based upon what other people think about us or what we think they're going to think about us. Right. And it and the only reason we're we're even thinking of that is because we're prideful. We don't want our ego to get hurt in a decision that we're we're making, a choice, excuse me, that we're making because we haven't decided, we haven't cut off any other option, any other alternative thing that could actually come from this decision that we're making. Yeah. So we're wishy-washy. Right. We preload reasons, and I, I deal this with with sales reps over the years. Like we preload reasons why we're gonna fail. Right. Okay. And I know we've talked about this on some of our Monday growth calls of like the difference between trying things and actually training, committing, becoming disciplined. Yeah. To decide, like I'm doing this. Right. Right. Like Paul talks about disciplining his body and running this race. Like there's no other option when we have decided. To follow Jesus, there is no other option. Yeah, yeah. Right. And when you talk about this confidence in making a decision, it's like, quite frankly, I have no confidence in myself with anything apart from the Lord. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I really don't. Because nobody's let me down on earth more than myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I've messed up my life for myself more than anybody else has. So 
and even me being a born again believer, I still it's like I it's like I know that God has in, ingrained in me now and engrafted in me like the the word the the wisdom you know knowledge. I know it comes from Him, but at the end of the day, it's like I want to seek God for everything. I don't want to make a decision in my own power, my own free will, my own volition. I want to defer to Him. So if I'm making a a decision and you see people who don't have the Lord do this all the time. It's like, all right, what looks good on paper? What makes the logical sense? But they have no direction from the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times those things don't work out. But if I'm making a decision on anything, which means I'm cutting off every other option and I'm going with that decision, it's final, boom. I want God in it a whole lot. Yes, I really do. 100%. 100%. 100%. Because the quality, this is a, a Craig Groeschel quote, so I don't even want to take credit for this because he's amazing. If uh, guys, nobody's probably heard that. Right. Yeah. Nobody's heard of him. If you, if you guys, Just kidding. Love Craig Groeschel. Second to the King's Council podcast, if you want to listen to another great podcast, the Leadership Podcast by Craig Groeschel is, yeah. is great. incredible. And one of the things that he says is that the, the quality of our decisions determine the quality of our life. Mm. And that's like, that's the part that can be weighty where that can almost be like, oh my gosh, don't put that on me. Like every decision I make is, is like going to determine the quality of my life. And the answer is yes. Yeah. Right. Think about who you do life with, you know, bad company corrupts good habits. Yes. So are you going to decide, like you're going to decide to hang out with this group or this group? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only way that you're going to confidently make consistent decisions because that's what a lot of it boils down to is, is consistently mm-hmm. making decisions. The only way that you're going to do that is, as you mentioned, just being around a community of like-minded people, putting yourself in, in that, that type of environment. But then the only way that you can do it consistently is pre-deciding, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Pre-deciding the decisions that are going to pop up, pre-deciding the choices that are going to pop up based upon your core values. Right. Right. Who you are, whose you are, we, we've talked about this a fair amount, yep. but what do you stand for? Like, what's important to you? Yeah. Is it being a man of your word? Is it, you know, having integrity, yep. honor, being a man that that takes action, mm-hmm. right? And this is kind of where I was going with why we develop contracts is we're, we're deciding who we are going to be because who we are, the character of who we are is going to help make those choices that yeah. we we have that pop up like should i stay up late and watch one more episode even though i'm supposed to wake up at 5 a.m and work out mm-hmm. right you've already decided you're gonna get a good night's rest so you want to wake up or when the alarm happens and you don't want to get up because you're tired too bad yeah you've already decided based upon what you said you were going to do mm-hmm. but this only happens when you're consistent yeah right and this is why we're not confident in it because we've said things so often that we we don't follow through we we as i mentioned we've heard every lie we've we've ever told mm-hmm. and this is why we lack self confidence yeah. to make the decision in the heat of the moment right right like what are you going to do mike tyson's like everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth yeah and it's like i don't know what i'm going to do i'm going to take the easy way out yeah and no god didn't call us to have an easy life he's he's called us to to receive the grace to walk through a hard life, right? And he's given us the capacity to make those decisions, the choices based upon the decision that we've already made. 
yeah, pre-decide how you're going to conduct yourself as a man of God, as a husband of God. And, you know, I'm going to pre-decide, like, you know, it's easy to say, oh, I'm going to love my wife as Christ loved the church, right? But what about pre-deciding, like setting boundaries that you feel like you may not even come close to, but because I'm pre-deciding, I'm never going to be tempted in a situation. I'm going right. to pre-decide. I'm never going to be alone in a room. You know, we do a lot of ministry. There's women in King's Council. Guess what? We're, if it's a, a thread, our, our spouses are going to be on the thread. Yep. Um, we're not going to drive in a car together unless right. somebody else is there. A lot, a lot of like typical rules of ministry, yep. right? But it, it's not just rules for the sake of rules. It's because, no, these are boundaries or yeah. these are, I mean, I, I think when you think of things like that, it's not because I even would ever even question or consider like stepping out in my right. relationship. But two reasons. I don't want to give myself the ability. Like I've cut off that. And so that means if you're struggling with porn, you got to cut off. Your self-will will only go so far. And I promise you the enemy is way better at it than you are. Yeah. He will get you every single time because you do not have the capacity to beat him on your own. Yeah. You need Christ, but then God has given us that the ability to put things in place, to put those boundaries in place, to not even put ourselves in a situation in which we could be tempted. So there's that, but then there's also just respect out of to my wife. Like yeah. I don't ever want to have her question anything. Yeah. And I know we're going down like this narrow topic, but right. it's it's any decision that you've got. It, you know, if it's running your business and you've got to make decisions based upon a budget, okay? What, you're making choices based upon a budget that you pre-decided based upon the core values that you have, that the company has, and, and ultimately then the vision that you have for your company. Every decision that you make will help you make every choice throughout the day to either get closer to your vision or further away. Yeah, There's no such thing as, as being still or kind of plateauing. Here's the thing. Plateaus aren't necessarily a bad thing. Okay, If you feel like your business is plateaued, great. That's usually a, a, a season that you're in to maybe even have a little bit of rest. Right, because you can't just be growth phase all the time. There's yeah. going to be seasons that that you need to actually just seek God on on how, where am I going to take this thing? It has the vision realigned. Do we need to make adjustments in order to continue to grow, or and then ultimately scale within your business? Mm-hmm. But all of that comes down to the decision that we've already made, and makes it makes the choices so much easier for us to choose in the moment based upon the core values or, or whatever it is that I've already decided to do. Yeah. Hope this is coming across to people. Yeah, just uh, an example that I'm thinking of right now is Lucy and I have pre-decided no matter how much money is in our bank account, no matter how many bills we have, whatever we earn, we're tithing 10% right yes. off the top. Yes, We pre-decide that because if I wait till I get paid every week and, and kind of make a decision based on what's in the account, what I got coming up, you know, life happens. So, like, oh, shoot, I don't know, yeah. maybe I won't, you know, I'll double it next week, stuff like that. But no, no matter what, 10% comes off the top. Yeah. And we got in the habit of that when we first got married. And it's like, you don't you don't miss it, first of all, and like the, the practicality of it. But then the, the abundance of blessings that I believe we've had in our marriage, for our family, just our lives in, in doing that and being generous givers, we pre-decided that and nothing's going to stop us from doing that. It's yeah. just we're going to do it. It's a non-negotiable for us. Yes. And I look at the Bible, 
I love Daniel because when, you know, the governors yeah. and the satraps were the officials of this uh, Babylonian empire were, were trying to uh, stumble him. Actually, I think uh, the Medo-Persian empire had, had come in already and usurped the Babylonian empire by the time he got thrown into the lion's den. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching on video, I'm like just shaking my head like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, so Daniel won when he first gets taken yes. into exile with yes. his, you know, buddies Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were they had favor. They were part of this, you know, Nebuchadnezzar gave them favor because he he saw some things in them. They right. they were talented. They were just like teenage boys, so they would sit at the king's table and have some of the the fine wine and delicacies. Mm-hmm. But and Daniel one eight says that he decided or some translations say he purposed in his heart, like he predetermined, like we're just talking about, not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And you may be thinking, okay, what's so bad about having the better food that the king's eating? Well, they would sacrifice uh, this food to pagan gods. And Daniel, I love how it says, go back to when they were trying to set him up, it it says that they couldn't find a fault against them. Right. Like this dude, like there's nothing. We're, we're doing our dirt. This dude does no wrong. Yeah. And so they actually created a law, at which going back to Daniel, predetermining the, the man of God he would be, they went and convinced Darius or, or Cyrus, I, I can't remember right now, but they said, all right, let's make a law that if anybody prays to any God or petition any God for 30 days or more other than you, then he gets thrown into the lion's den. And he was like, okay. Right. Right. Not realizing that they're trying to set up this one dude, Daniel. Right. And so Daniel heard of this and what was the first thing he did? He did like he always did. He went back and he, he yeah. looked out his window towards Jerusalem and he prayed like he did three times a day. Yeah. That was his custom. He predetermined, I'm going to spend time with the Lord three times a day. Yeah. I don't care if you pass a law that says if I do this, lions are going to eat me. Right. I'm going to still do it. And that's just remarkable that he predetermined. And us as Christians, we need to predetermine, predecide how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of verses. It's not our works that get us to heaven. It's not our works right. that earn us salvation. But there's a lot of verses about how we are to conduct our lives as Christians. Yes. And if we predetermine, we purpose in our hearts, no, I'm going to be generous. No, I'm not going to gossip. I'm going to be a man of God who walks in in confidence and boldness of who I am. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to be more than a conqueror. I'm going to be somebody who walks upright. Like, I'm going to be one who who surrenders. I love even thinking now, like Jesus tells us, right, deny ourselves to take up our cross and follow him daily. Yep. Right? Yep. That's a decision. Yes. When we said yes to the Lord for the first time, that was the— First of all, the most important decision and the most impactful decision we'll ever make in our lives. Right. But Jesus, I, I love that he says that to do that daily because if we don't do it daily, it's like what gray areas come in, you know, at, if we just go day upon day upon day and maybe week upon week upon week without really surrendering all over to the Lord. Yeah. So we do that. We take up our cross. We, we deny ourselves. We follow him. We surrender like we did that first time. I'm making the decision today because when I said yes to the Lord, I was at the absolute end of my rope mm-hmm. and I went all in. 
hundred percent. It's like I've exhausted everything in the world. Everything's left me high and dry. I am choosing you, Jesus. And matter of fact, forgive me for not even trying you right. <laughs> prior to now. Like you are, I, I left you as my absolute left option, but you still have the grace and mercy upon me to still receive me with open arms. That's the, the decision that he's calling us to make every single day. And what happens with a lot of us when we first say yes to the Lord? People say, oh, you're on fire for the Lord, right? Right. Well, if we make that decision every single day to cut off everything else, but Jesus, and I'm not saying cut off your, your family, but if it, your, your family, like Jesus does say, you know, yeah. to, to cut them off, you know, really, it's going to look like hate the way you are towards them because of the love that, yeah. that you're going to experience with me. If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. We're going to have to cut off bad relationships, yep. negative relationships every single day. We might have to cut off jobs. We might have to cut off things that, you know, provide stability in our lives, yep. provide a comfort and a security, but it's not of God. Mm. If we make that decision every single day, I guarantee you when people say, you know, it'll be a year later, five years later, 20 years later, man, you're still on fire for the Lord. Well, heck yeah, I am. Yeah. Because every day I cut off everything else and chose Jesus. Yeah, kind of getting like just the vision of even when you're saying cut off, sometimes cutting off doesn't mean, it could mean pruning. When you are cutting off certain branches in your life, you could be pruning for what God is is going to, you know, have blossom yeah. in your life. And so if it is those relationships with your family and things like that, it, it, it could be a pruning season that, that we right. need to have. That, and to be clear, like the, the point of doing that is to, you know, rid yourselves of of toxic relationships, and it's yeah. not that we're, we're we're to shun people that aren't followers of Christ. No, we need to be witnesses to them. Mm-hmm. But if if they are causing you to still be tempted, or they're causing chaos in your life that is not uh, not fruitful for you to to continually follow Jesus daily, right? And, and that daily is just such an important component to this because successful people do consistently what others do occasionally. Yeah. And if if we can consistently daily make that decision, make that choice based upon the decision we've already made, that's the consistency that that will bear the fruit. Yeah. That others will 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 want. Yeah. Right? Like we should we should have the most attractive fruit in our life as witnesses, as as ambassadors for Christ, we should be the most attractive, not like in the way of like we have all the material material things. things. Yeah. Nothing necessarily wrong with that as long as they don't have you. Yeah. Right. I've shared this before that when I first got saved, I got on a plane, went to rehab. I'm down there a week and people start lining up to talk to me saying that I'm their Christian counselor. I'm like, Christian counselor, I don't even have a Bible yet. Right. Like I just have these verses that Lucy wrote down for me. Right. But the response to that was, well, they want what you have. Mm. They want what you have. And, and that's just remarkable. Yeah. Because it's like, I I had nothing. Like, my life was in shambles. The only thing I did have was Jesus. Yeah. Like, I, I barely was holding on to my, my little apartment that I had. You know, I yeah. it was such a poor steward of everything. Like, aside from Lucy, I had burned every relationship, you know, family members, friends, people that did nothing but great things for me. Yeah. I burned everybody and everything. Yeah. So I literally had nothing but Jesus. But for people to look at me and say, I got to have what he has. It's like, that's the only thing that matters. Right. Yeah. That's good. It just comes down to making the decision 
based upon what matters most. Yeah. Right. Like what matters most to you and maybe even in this season of your life right now. And again, this is why we really encourage people to develop those core values individually. And then if you're, you're married or have a significant other to come together and actually compare what matters most, what, what, what is it that you really truly value and is it in alignment with each other? And then when we've made that decision, like this is the, what's most important, the choices that we that we run across on the, on the daily yeah. are, are easier right. to make. Yeah. They aren't as emotionally draining. Yeah. Uh, that will that will allow you to continually make good decisions throughout the day, but also have the energy to still give your best to your family after the workday is over. Yeah. You make it a habit to spend time with the Lord and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Best believe big decision, small decision, or in-between decision, when the Holy Spirit's in it, he's going to guide you. He's, he's going he's gonna to direct you, and you're going to be confident in those decisions because it's not you. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And your decisions determine your direction yeah. in life. Yeah, well, we have these conversations, whether it be on podcasts or not. I'm always like every time I read the Word of God, I'm like, why don't I pray more? <laughs> like, why don't I read my Bible more? Yeah, like, even like today, I'm just thinking, being kind of open. Like today was just like a chaotic day, and certainly I woke up and I pretty much just got into the day, mm-hmm. right? And there's a moment in the afternoon where you were kind of looking for me. I just took, I had to go sit in the hot tub. Yeah, and it was just like, me. I'm like, bro, we got stuff to do. We had <laughs> so much to do, but I was like, I gotta just like get a reset. Yeah. And, and I, I understood that. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Because we were just like, I don't know, it's just like this weighty feeling, knowing that we've got our growth calls, we've got these podcasts to do. It's like, okay, the number one, I've got to be in, in alignment with my creator yeah. in order for me to be able to show up and do any sort of, you know, podcasts like this or mm-hmm. coaching calls and things like that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if sometimes it's the choices that you have to make is is doing something like that just based upon the decision that you've committed to operate in excellence. And if you know that you're not operating in excellence, take a time out. Mm-hmm. Go spend some time with your creator and get back in alignment, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, knowing everything else can be taken care of. Yeah. Sometimes pastors get a bad rap for going on those sabbaticals, like a month long sabbatical. I don't know if they need to be that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's that hard work. Please. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, we just talk with Christian's pat- like trying to get a sabbatical out of me right now. If you guys don't know, that, so. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Aruba for the for next, next month. month. <laughs> no, but it, it's so important, you know. Yeah, the, the rest is absolutely important. Yeah, the demand of a pastor who to spiritually care for yeah. and nurture and teach uh, that their flock it's it's weighty, it's heavy, yeah. and if you're not finding those Sabbaths, those times of rest, like periodically and intentionally uh, daily. What What's the, like, even to start your day, all right, I'm going to cut out this 30 minutes and I'm not going to do anything. Uh, I'm going to start my day with the Lord. And, you know, we teach on on rest on day yeah. seven of creation. Yep. You know, that Sabbath day. There's a reason God showed us that example. Work for six days, rest on the seventh. Yep. You know, uh, you know, reflect uh, on everything that you've done, but but rest, get refilled, recharged, rejuvenated, and, and then now you're able to go back out. But a 30-day, yeah, man. <laughs> Let's talk lot. about this. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. 
so many things I want to say, but we're recording. So. <laughs> <laughs> you be a pastor. You see if you need a 30-day sabbatical. Uh, You're in a different breed, though, man. You can't sit still for five minutes. That's true. But I'm I'm working. I do know the importance of that because yeah. I, sometimes my, and even entrepreneurs, like we were unsettled with with rest and and i would i would encourage you guys like that's all the more reason why you need it yeah you need to just put your phone away put just go for a walk mm-hmm. to be clear rest isn't necessarily like you're you're literally laying in bed doing nothing mm-hmm. it's a time to reflect it's a time to to recharge and sometimes that can be like i want to work out yeah right like for 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 me it's not like i don't do anything on a Sunday right. if that's your sabbatical. It's like, no, it's what's going to allow you to recharge mentally, emotionally, spiritually so you can continue to take on the day. And and every day should be seeking first the kingdom of God, but then in particular, the Sabbath. I think it's, it's important that it's not necessarily a day that we are creating, mm. right? Like the, it was six days of creating and then it was a day of rest. I can still go work out, I can get some exercise, I can like read, spend some time with God, but I'm not going to be like creating content. I'm not going to be creating something uh, because making it, it's decisions, clear. perhaps making decisions. Yes. Make having to make those yeah. decisions. It's exactly right. God made a made very important decisions for six days and then yeah. said it was very good. Now yep. let's let's rest. Let's enjoy. Right. I'd like to honor you, man, if I could right now, because I please, 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 please. I've please, had please. to <laughs> enjoy. I'm just trying to get that 30 days sabbatical. <laughs> um, no, seriously though, it, it's been a joy to watch you go from a guy who's just like high level entrepreneur, a go getter, an action taker, someone who gets stuff done. If it's not getting done, you find a way to make things happen. Like that's that's who you are as an entrepreneur. Sure. But what God has called you to now. And not just like for a season, like how God is really calling you to this new place permanently as this pioneer for Christians in the marketplace to to help build this kingdom economy, this Christian economy. It, it's such a joy to see you. Your natural instinct is to, no, I got to go, 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 do, mm-hmm. do, do. But to see you actually hear the voice of the Lord, to concede to the Holy Spirit. And it's like, all right, this is out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to be still in this moment. And I've seen you do it. And honestly, it, it, it transparent on these, these podcasts, some, I'm thrilled when I hear you say, yeah, I just got out of the bathtub. <laughs> Seriously, because I know that's just your quiet time. You sit in yeah. the bathtub and you pray. Yeah. And there's been times when we as King's Council have been praying about something and all of a sudden you take a bath <laughs> and That's I can't so believe right. you never actually That's washed funny. up when you're just a go get it entrepreneur. Right. And all of a sudden you wash up and you're I just on the took Lord. a lot of showers. They're more efficient. <laughs> right. <Now> it's like <laughs> right. right. But no, in honoring you and busting your chops at the same time, it's a yeah. joy to see you really concede and be out of your comfort zone. And we've seen God move because of it. Yeah. No, it's very true. Yeah. Very true. And all because of God and the grace that He had just so much poured out. Yeah. And but definitely uncomfortable times, right? But we, right. we aren't called to be comfortable, right? Right. There's no growth right. in comfort zones, none. And I want to grow until the day that I die. Yeah. Right. And I Amen. believe most of the listeners on this probably do as well. 
if you don't, then I would I would really really encourage you to go determine what your what you value. What are your yeah. core values? Yeah. And and on that note, we've put together this course. Mm-hmm. Some of you probably heard of it or maybe even gone through it. We got some incredible feedback. Uh, what we call the DNA blueprint, right? Like what? Why were we created? Um, understanding that and understanding our mission, our vision, our purpose, how to create non-negotiables in our life, meaning like how do I make those decisions based upon like what I value most so I can make easier choices throughout the day. Yeah. And all of that is through this course, which we call the DNA Blueprint, which Mm -hmm. is absolutely free Mm -hmm. to anybody within the King's Council community. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is sign up. It's free. Yeah. Right? Text the word KING. K I N G to seven two seven four seven two three eight six zero, and um, you'll get access to the community to enroll. And the very first thing, um, you'll create your kingdom economy profile in there, whether you yep. got a business or not. We still want to know who you are, um, but then uh, you'll get uh, directed to go through this DNA blueprint, which is. Christian and I, we got Scott, we got Caleb Spittler on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea is on there, um, and we'll we'll guide you through this process step by yeah. step. There's actionable worksheets and, and exercises to go through uh, individually, but then, as I mentioned before, if you go through them with your spouse or significant other, it's going to be very very impactful as yeah. well. Yeah, yes, that's good. So pre decide now, predetermine purpose in your hearts now that you want to level up. You you want to. You want something better. You want something greater. And this DNA blueprint's a part of it, but ultimately just a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes, absolutely. Stop making choices and decide. Yeah, good stuff, man. We'll see you guys. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching.